Today's episode is brought to you by Sundays for Dogs. Your dog deserves tasty, healthy, real food, not kibble. Sundays is real food for dogs, formulated by a vet with only the highest quality fresh meat, veggies, fruit and superfoods, then simply air dried to perfection. Made in the USA at a USDA human food facility. It's customized for your dog's size, breed and activity level. It's real, raw, whole food ingredients, air dried for superior nutrition, taste and convenience. It's quality ingredients for maximum health. For our American friends, the plan starts at less than $2 a day and Sundays for Dogs is shipping to the UK too. You'll notice increased excitement about eating, better stools, far more energy, improved weight, an easy to maintain weight, a softer and shinier coat. Take a quick quiz to find out the right plan for your pup. And the best part is this. Get 35% off your first order with the promo code DOGSLIFE. Yes, that's 35% off with the promo code DOGSLIFE. So go to sundaysfordogs.com. That's sundaysfordogs.com. joints in tip-top condition. Well, that's why we're jumping on Zoom now to talk to Dale Nash from Portable because they've introduced the very first collagen. You've got it for dogs. I'm Anna Webb. Welcome to A Dog's Life. Dale, welcome to A Dog's Life. Hi Anna, how are you doing? Really good, thank you. Yes, very good indeed. And all the good. better for chatting with you because I'm so looking forward to this as I'm a bit of a fan of collagen. And I love the fact that Pourable is the first collagen for dogs. Absolutely. Yeah, it's, it's really exciting to... Um to come on and, and talk to you really looking forward to this well you know people might say you know collagen you know is this just a marketing fad you know collagen seems to be everywhere I mean I'm a girl I'm of oh, sadly of that indeterminate age where you know I'm doing everything <laughs> you know, you've got to try and fight this you know not give in to gravity <laughs> Um, and, and collagen's marketed everywhere, isn't it, as being a youth-promoting protein? Absolutely, yeah, so it is. And I think what, what we've really found is in America, collagen seems to be everywhere. I mean, you have, you have billboards plastered with, you know, Jennifer Aniston and, and stuff that advertising collagen out there. Um, over in the UK, it's definitely still in its early stages, it feels. And then to take that down to the next level of collagen for your dogs, as you mentioned um, in the intro, Pourable is the first um, collagen which is marketed purely to world, towards dogs. Um, we get all the benefits from collagen. So collagen is the 
most abundant protein in our bodies and that's exactly the same um, for dogs as well so you'll find collagen in your skin in your um, connective tissues like joints tendons cartilage but as time goes on as you kind of alluded to earlier we we lose that as we grow older and we can rebuild that by taking collagen supplements and therefore introducing collagen by um by pourable yes i do like your play on words <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean our, our marketing and website is absolutely littered with with puns um, yeah <laughs> but you've got to do it really i think to emphasize yeah. also that this is you know for dogs but yeah. but just as an aside how much does collagen differ from your human range of collagen it there is a slight there's a slightly different formula so uh, we have um in the in the pepsigen which we'll touch upon so obviously we we sent you some so body co as well which you which you've been um trying which is our sister brand so um there is a little bit of added fish collagen in that which isn't in pourable just it's just a slightly different um compound but in terms of the actual the grade of the collagen it's it's the same it's the same grade that goes into our to our human supplement as we're giving as we're putting in pourable because collagen is quite a complex amino acid, basically, protein, and it comprises several strands. There's collagen one, mm -hmm. which actually represents the biggest chunk of, of the protein. But there's also other aspects and peptides that are also included in that. Or am I wrong in that, Dale? What is the construction? Because it's not as simple as, you know, perhaps I should say perhaps not all collagen that's marketed out there is equal. I'm always very, we're very suspicious or, you know, I, I check, I research. I'm, I'm very concerned about, you know, the processing of everything. And of course, some supplements that's been on TV, I think I can remember a program and, you know, scientists were analysing various brands for their potency. Not, not, I don't think of collagen, but of fish oil and, and all sorts of other things. And, you know, shockingly, people were spending quite a lot of money on these things, but actually there wasn't anything in them. Yes, exactly. So obviously there's a lot of um, joint supplements out there for humans, for dogs. And what I was finding in, in the research is when we started Pourable back um, late last year, is it's very hard to actually find what types of collagen are in these supplements. So what you'll just find on the ingredients list is it will just say collagen. It's like, okay, well, that's, that's all very well, but what collagen? So for instance, in in pourable we've got um it's hydrolyzed collagen which is we've got bovine eggshell and iim collagen and you touched upon the the different collagen types there so we've actually got five different types of collagen as as you were saying there so we've got one two three five and ten so they offer a whole array of support so each different collagen type offers different benefits and different types of support that's so interesting because the support that collagen brings, you know, as, as a protein, you know, it, it complements other key nutritional needs of our body, like fat, for example. But, you know, collagen as a protein, it builds all of our cells because ultimately, if you boil everything down to kind of basics, we're just 
made up of trillions and billions of of cells, isn't it? And 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 it's all about keeping ourselves happy and healthy and 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 functioning and expressing the right genetic codes. And this is where collagen plays a major role. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. It, re it really is um it really as I said it really is kind of the, the protein that brings everything together. And as you obviously mentioned yourself, you take collagen. I take collagen as well. Um, that's not just me saying it for marketing. My, I, yeah, I had very kind of like clicky joints and especially my knees. But honestly, collagen has, has really kind of helped with that because it is so important. And as I said, in America, it's, it's, a very, it's very out there. Everybody knows about it. Whereas over here, we're still at that early education stage where I will I'll talk to my friends about it and recommend it to them they try it and they love it yeah 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 no absolutely you know I, I mean I'm both myself on a human level and of course in my dogs I, I understand how mobility is key I love to do yoga and all these things I love to walk the dogs and I you know I perish the thought of ever not being able to stride out with my dog you know and enjoy that wonderful gift of life you know so it's important to keep mobile and that is keeping your joints strong but of course also for dogs because you know osteoarthritis is the main type of arthritis that affects dogs I think one in three dogs you know do get yeah. basic inflammation of the joints but when you describe arthritis for me anyway this was kind of a light bulb moment you know when I was doing all my study with the College of Integrative Veterinary Therapies you know um, as Molly my first bull terrier was not great um, that's another story but her immune system had been seriously compromised and she had suspected cancer and she was getting very stiff and, and it was all oh you know I couldn't bear it couldn't bear it so embarked on study to to help her live longer you know and, and, and it worked it, you know? and um, but inflammation of the joints you know and you just think well hang on if we can stop that inflammation getting there then yep. could that mean that dogs don't get arthritis yeah abs absolutely and you think the stress that, that goes on our joints and compared to the stress that goes on our dog's joints I mean um, I'm not sure how how Mr. Binks is on a walk but for instance my my collie will if I if I go on a um there's a nice reservoir near where I live and and it's about a 13 mile walk and if I go on that walk with my collie and I'm also throwing a ball and adding that into the mix she's probably doing nearer 30 miles mm. so so the stress that that's on our on our dog's joints um is probably even even more so um there and there are yeah this certainly by by protecting our joints as you were saying there definitely are certain types of arthritis that that can be prevented and it really is for me all about prevention as opposed to waiting to that point where you see your dog limping on a walk or it's lifting its paw or it's adjusting how it walks and really preventing this before it becomes the issue I agree. I so agree. And, and you know, interestingly, dogs begin to age, really, around about the age of four. And we're supposed to start going downhill rapidly by <laughs> the time you're sort of in your early 30s. Yeah, that's yeah. when we should all be doing everything. And you're in that age bracket. So that's, um, yeah, you know, but I mean, listen, I, I think I'm 
to a degree, I think I've proved that prevention is better than cure. You know, my cat, for example, and that's a question for you, actually, will segue can yep. poor ball be fed to cats but cats are, are also extremely prone to uh, arthritis you know because they're jumping they'll scale fences daredevil leaps you know and then yeah. jump you know all the rest of it lots of pressure on them and they're built for it more than a dog their joints are super flexible however my cat gremlin he's certainly been on green lip muscle which kind of works in a complementary fashion doesn't it really to collagen yeah. dale since well, he arrived as a five-month-old kitten and he's 12 and he can still scale fences <laughs> so you know I'm proud of that and I want to keep it that way to be honest so it is stepping in and thinking ahead isn't it with with dogs absolutely yeah and obviously just to kind of answer the question there in, in terms of can we give pourable to cats yes absolutely absolutely um obviously on the back of the pourable packet it, it recommends the the daily dosage so you would just be be going off that um but yeah there's absolutely no reason we in fact we had a message the other day saying can you give uh pourable to sheep which was <laughs> which was definitely a, a first one and, and the you know the, the answer is the same but um yeah that's definitely the first time we've we've had that come through <laughs> how interesting but you see that's yeah. interesting isn't it because one of the benefits of collagen yes it is to support the joints but of course it's skin and coat and in yeah. humans you know your barnet your hair <laughs> yeah yeah exactly and and that's that's the nice thing when we get a lot of reviews coming through we get a, a lot of great reviews and honestly the the highlight of my monday morning is coming back in and checking my emails and, and reading through the reviews and an added bonus most of them have pictures of dogs which is very nice certainly helps um on a monday morning with my monday coffee yeah um, yeah but to see we we get a real mix so we get um people were saying um, my, my dog wasn't walking very well and it's walks as now we've been giving it pourable for a couple of weeks or a month or so and they've seen a massive improvement it's jumping on the sofa jumping back in the car whatever it might be but also we do get that side where um, people are getting pourable for the skin and coat benefits. And again, we see really lovely pictures of dogs with nice shiny coats coming through. Yeah, and there's so many itchy dogs out there, particularly yeah. at this time of year. Mm. So to really fuel the immune system, to fuel the skin and coat can really pay dividends, I think, you know, with grass seed allergies, you know, insect bites and the like. Because that's, yeah. again, where... So we've got to get it. I'm so fascinated by the interplay of nutrients in the body and and cellular energy, Dale. Yeah. Um, and it's the immune system as well that collagen helps, right? Yeah, absolutely. And uh, the immune system and digestive health as well. That that is a another thing which we like to um, tell people one of the benefits. Um, that especially type five that really can help um, with your gut. And yeah, so it really is, as you say, it really does interplay with the whole body. And it's kind of known as this uh, structural protein, yeah. but it is so much more than that. Definitely. It is available, though, collagen, isn't it, in, in some foods that we eat? It is. Yeah, it is completely. And obviously, I know we speak a lot on, on A Dog's Life about obviously the benefits of raw feeding. And that is one of the questions that we get asked quite a lot where people say, my dog is on a, on a raw diet. Um, what benefits 
is adding a, a collagen supplement because obviously they're in in times of bone um you get collagen that way but our collagen is is hydrolyzed so it's broken down so it's it's a lot more easily digestible and more absorbed by the right. body no it's interesting to know so it's bioavailable basically exactly yes and i guess you're confident that you are supplying the right quantity yeah absolutely yeah absolutely yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it is. It is interesting. But it is lifestyle, though, as well, that can impact on the depletion of collagen, isn't it? And, and many factors that are out of our hands, you know, like air pollution, which will compromise the immune system, which will make the collagen in the body have to work harder to, you know, than it would have to if there was no air pollution. Pollutants potentially in the water we drink, as well as, of course, the food that we eat. And many dogs aren't lucky enough to eat a raw food diet still, Dale. You know, we're doing our best here on a dog's life. But uh, I think the, you know, the facts are that roughly 80% of Britain's dogs still eat a heavily processed diet. Yeah, absolutely. And I do, I feel like there is a change happening now. I don't want to call it a, a revolution, but there, there seems to be a change in dog nutrition, dog health it seems to be um kind of a lot more forefront these days which is where you're seeing a lot more supplements on the market um some some are very very good some obviously you still need to be very careful on on uh, kind of doing your research and the ingredients same obviously goes for food but it really feels like people are really being careful and really looking into their dog's health um and there's so many resources out there now i, I myself I'm, I'm currently working my way through through the forever dog who i, oh. I, I know you um you uh, a little while ago had had robney and dr karen on um so i'm currently working through that and all of these resources that are available for for people to to, to allow people to really make that let their dog have their best life and live their best life and, and a nice long healthy life i agree you know it, it's so true i mean particularly say with the field of nutrition oh i mean it changes almost every day you know new things are being discovered and that's where kind of science plays a very positive role in in the world to you know uncover exactly what nutrients are in a piece of broccoli for example you know and the forever dog yes well karen was one of the main vets when i was doing my study that you know was out there really speaking out and this would have been Oh, you know, circa 2012 and 10 years on, yes, I'd say the market is there, you know, it's hit, it's it's blossoming. As I think we're learning more about our own health as well, you know, there's been a lot of programmes on telly about the dangers of sugar and processed food on a human level. And I think that has made people make the logical transfer to animals so but 10 years ago it was still a bit oh well you know if science doesn't back that up then oh you can't really say that and you know you know my vet really says that this particular prescription diet you know will keep my dog in the best health for the longest period of time and but again it, it's just a a change in the change in the world you know I mean listen we're post-pandemic now mm. Yeah, absolutely. That there is a big change, and I feel like the change is definitely for the good. Um, and like you say, post-pandemic, and we can talk about 
pandemic puppies and uh, the the boom in in dog ownership. And, you know, people are going to be looking more and more into how they can help their dog and really help them live a healthy life. Yeah, and I read some research, actually, um, that said that it is actually the millennial generation that is driving the way towards natural health more than ever before. And that actually, it's interesting because it's millennials now are the biggest growing demographic of pet parents. Whereas back in the day, you know, when I was a millennial, you know, no one had a, a dog because you were doing nine to fives, generally speaking, in an office that, generally speaking, were definitely not dog friendly. The whole concept concept of taking a dog into the office it, it didn't exist Dale. nor did dog walkers or or creches for dogs so you you were stuffed really you know unless you decided to blow caution to the wind and become freelance yeah <laughs> you know <laughs> simply because I really really wanted a dog that's what you did so, and then you use friends and family you know as your support network so it was it was very different and so my goodness haven't we come on you know um, it's a world I feel in a way we're living more in a way like we did way back 30,000 years ago where dogs would have been kind of everywhere just around the campfire lying over there coming towards you grabbing a little snack barking off a cyber tooth yeah. tiger or something that might have been <laughs> saber tooth tiger even uh, lurking yeah. in the bushes you know all of that you know they're more integrated now I mean gosh you go on the underground now there's dogs on on the underground all the time they are everywhere um I I spend some of my time working from home I spend some of my times in time in the office um a lot of my colleagues have, have got dogs got them during the pandemic um and yeah they're, they're all very as soon as pourable came along there was no shortage of people to um to give it like a test and give it to their dog and see if their dog liked it and which which is great and and friends as well who have dogs who really have got that different mindset and they're, they're so careful and so um they really want to inform themselves on what they're feeding their dog and just making sure that they're getting the exercise they need a day and it really is a, a shift in how that dog ownership is. It's, we, you know, dogs are dogs are companions, and they bring us so much joy to our life. And I just feel like the the relationship between dog and human is changing into it feels like more of a more mutual one I, I hope that makes sense it, yes yeah, yeah it really does I, I agree with you completely you know and so long as I always say we do remember that they are dogs and not <laughs> little people I think that really is important <laughs> yeah. um this humanization you know we, we have to understand how dogs communicate to one another and so how we can make our communication stronger and ensure mm. messages don't get lost in translation as we get what our dogs trying to say to us by turning their head away from us or yawning or blinking at us you know we know what they're saying oh hang on I'm a bit overwhelmed here so please remove me from this situation you know for yeah. example but I always think you know learning from a different species is it's fascinating because it takes you out of your box it takes you into a different world to appreciate like nature you know mm, yeah ab absolutely and it does um 
it does yeah force you, force you out and and do different things isn't it i think owning a dog like you're saying about getting at one with nature and even if you know if it's raining but your dog's looking at you and it's <laughs> it's hold, holding its lead in its mouth then you know you've got to get your coat on and you've got to get out there exactly exactly so am i right tell if you've got a border collie i do yes so I've, I've got a rescue border collie um her name's lily and yeah she's she's yeah she's brilliant she's amazing such intelligent dogs super intelligent yeah and um got a little pug as well oh you got um, a pug oh yeah wow. so he he's uh he's five now yeah yeah very different breeds i mean that's what i just love about dogs all the different breeds you know um the individuality you know yeah. the characters because pugs for all they're hitting the headlines recently you know yeah. about their breathing issues and so on they they yeah. do have fantastic characters and they're so funny they, yeah, ab- absolutely. I, honestly, I, I, I adore him. He, but um, and like you say, they they do come with issues, um, and a lot more of those. I feel like, as I said, he's he's five now, um, and I think a lot of those issues kind of have come more to light, as you say, in the headlines recently. And I do think some of that it's you know nature versus nurture. I've I've seen many pugs, which definitely don't get their daily walk definitely are, are overfed so I, I will say that our pug is a, is extremely fit for, you know for a pug he, he gets his walk is he's not one of those lazy ones that likes to just sit on the sofa all day well it, he, he might like to but he, I make sure that he, he does get out um but yeah he's they are such characters such lovely characters I agree I think you hit the nail on the head there you know it is I think with some breeds I mean bull terriers are a bit like that to to a degree you know if it's mm. raining there's no chance you'll get them outside you know yeah. um, so Molly my first bull terrier should have been more than happy just sat on the sofa all day watching daytime telly <laughs> but you know that wasn't an option basically yeah. so you do have to make the effort you know I mean dogs they're not a, you know I always say dogs are a commitment not a convenience yeah and you have to work at it you have to work at your relationship just as you have to work a relationship in in any aspect of your life you know and it's a bit of tough love really it's like yep it might be raining (laughs) puggy but (laughs) here's your raincoat we're off out you know (laughs) exactly that yeah and like if if I'm going out first thing in the morning especially in the winter if I'm going out first thing in the morning um and the, the coat's going on on the pug that Lily not so much the collie she she's rearing and ready to go she doesn't care what yes I is. bet no exactly <laughs> so you've got two different I mean it's quite yeah. funny actually you've got the different ends of the barometer there definitely absolutely yeah absolutely <laughs> No, that's brilliant. That's brilliant. But yeah, you know, and again, it's interesting, I think, talking about this because structurally, both are so different. Mm-hmm. And I do think some breeds do have the propensity to put on weight easier, a bit like yeah. people, you know, um, than others. So I'm sure your collie could eat and eat and eat and eat and eat and still be slim, yeah. you know, because they've got that more hyper ready working aspect ingrained into their dna whereas yeah. puggy you know what's his name uh his name's mr frederickson oh gosh <laughs> why did i think he wouldn't have such a great name <laughs> <laughs> he, i mean he goes by a million different names as as i'm, I'm sure every everyone's uh everyone's animals do but yeah that's yeah 
<laughs> yes, exactly. So he's far, you know, he'll be snoring away quite happy, you know, whereas Lily will be like, hmm, you know what, it's 5.30, it's 5.30, we've yeah, got to exactly. go home now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So your experience is, is great. So, yeah, yeah. So, oh, gosh. But again, though, you know, with your own dogs, you know, I'm sure you've seen the, the, the benefits, right, of collagen. Absolutely. And obviously there there we touched upon the, the different breeds and the different needs you see different results for the different breeds so for instance with miss frederickson skin and coat can um they can suffer with with pugs um and, and itching as you say and those that kind of thing has really helped with the collagen um in terms of lily and the collie um as i said she was a rescue she had a broken leg before um for about two weeks before we actually she was brought over from Ireland to the border collie rescue center so so later in life it's inevitable that she will suffer with some kind of arthritis and and some kind of joint issues so the main benefit for the collagen there is for her bones and joints and as we were saying earlier the preventative measures absolutely no indeed and the right type of exercise as well i mean one of my main things is you know slippy floors actually which are great very popular at the moment easy to keep clean and all of that but you see dogs slipping and sliding (laughs) and their, their their little muscles little micro movements and little lesions will be created as they skid down the hallway to play a quick game of fetch you know yeah and over time you know and particularly with puppies you see when puppies are doing that and they're growing you know it's really not a very good idea so i'm i'm a great one for runners you know that are stuck to your slippy floor so that you know you can play your fetch and do your training indoors that's perfect but with a good purchase with the paw to have a purchase on the on the floor yes yeah absolutely absolutely yeah, yeah. So, you know, un- unwittingly, I think, you know, we, we damage our dogs. It upsets me, really, when, um, you know, through some education, so much can be prevented, Dale. Yeah, absolutely. Like, it is just education, just letting people know how, how to do right by their dog, really, and offering them the best chance. Absolutely, absolutely, Dale. Well, gosh, well, I'm going to keep you posted. I mean, I'm I'm really thrilled to be using Pawball and yeah. may as well say, you know, I'm, I am also taking your human collagen as well. Yes. And How are you finding that? Yeah, really. I'm, I'm not I'm not exaggerating because. All right. OK, so here's the deal. <laughs> Unfortunately, I had a bit of a hairdressing, complete cataclysmic earthquake, <laughs> seismic disaster. Um, and yeah, I was really depressed about about it actually um i can ask my friends <laughs> um, it's been a bit of a disaster basically it was over bleached and um loads of my i've lost i had lost about half the thickness of my hair and oh it was really i just oh, i was so cross about it um yeah. and um so i've now been on your human so body collagen i think now for about what's three weeks and i'm yeah, really yeah it, it's gone into fifth gear again. Um, Fantastic. So, okay, so yes, you know, a lot of my hair did come out, but all I can hope is now that from the roots, it will gain 
or the thickness. So, you know, and, and bit by bit it will grow and the stringy bits are going to get cut off and, you know, it'll take a bit of time. There's no miracle cure. But yeah, absolutely. It's like, you know, I can kind of grab my hair again, you know, because I've yeah. always had a good head of hair. And I know with age, I have to be realistic, you know, it is what it is. But I think compared to, say, my parents' generation, although you know, actually both my mum and dad had good hair, but, you know, we can do so much more now at a human level, you know, it is important to spread the word at a, a canine and feline level as well. But mm-hmm. we have so many more tools now. You know, I think that, you, you know, your generation, you'll never age. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's so much out there. Yeah, you, you'll definitely be able to tell who, who's been taking supplements and looking after themselves in their early 30s and in, in <laughs> however, however many years time. Yes, exactly. But, you know, yes, I've definitely noticed the difference. I promise on Prudence, Mr. Binks and Gremlin's life, I am not making it up. There you go. So, um, yeah, it's just oh, a bit of the taste thing, isn't it? You know, um, Mm -hmm. but the good thing is with dogs, it's something... Not many people know, actually, dogs hardly have any taste buds, you know. They actually compensate for that through their nose. So they'll smell their food rather than go, hmm, I detect detect turmeric, you know. Um, So we have far more taste buds. It's the only sensory aspect that we have more of than a dog. Otherwise, they are way superior on every front. (laughs) Yeah. Is it okay if I put it in coffee? Yeah, absolutely fine. Yeah, that's absolutely fine. Um, I I put mine in in coffee. Um, apple juice. I tend to I find apple juice works quite well. Um, yeah. But yeah, we're, we're people like you say, it's, it's different taste. Um, some people like it in their coffee. Other people would. You get a lot of coffee aficionados these days, don't you? A lot of people love their coffee, and to me, it doesn't really change the taste. But yeah, mm. you can really put it in anything. Anything that give it a quick stir, mix it all in, and and it breaks down really well. You do notice that. You do notice how it breaks down, which, mm. you know, is kind of proof of what you were saying about, you know, the hydrolyzation of, of the collagen. And it's, Absolutely. Uh, you know, the fact that it then absorbs much more efficiently through through the gut wall. Yeah, I'd, I quite often I would put it in a smoothie if I've got time in the morning. I quite often put it in a smoothie with some frozen fruit and, and a few seeds and Sure. Uh, whatever other milk uh, almond milk or water or whatever and it's always broken down it's i've never had kind of like lumpy bits of collagen as i've been drinking my smoothie no 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 well you know it certainly hasn't um deterred either binks or or, or prudence from guzzling their, their their dinner in a totally normal fashion thank you for coming on a dog's life certainly all the links to everything will be in our show notes i'm looking forward to meeting you in real life actually at the Natural Pet Care Show. And when yes. this airs, we will have met in real life and I will have done my talk on the three pillars of health, which is where collagen, I think, is an example of that, how nutrition fuels so many aspects, you know, structurally, the immune system, and of course, nutritionally. Absolutely, yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to the show. I'm hoping um, as well as meeting you and uh, hopefully you'll meet a few other as your, your recent guests, um, such as Lynn, obviously, I'm sure maybe bump into her up there. Yes, no, I hope so as well. Well, listen, thank you so much for your time and um, please send our regards to Lily and Mr. Miss Frederickson. Frederickson. <laughs> Frederickson. <laughs> yes, I can't wait to meet them. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah, meet you very soon. Yes, and speak again. Thank you so much, Dale. Cheers, Anna. Bye.
That's our show, Mr Binks. What did you think? Yes, I know, it's great to speak about Pourable. You're really enjoying it and reaping the benefits. What's that, Mr Binks? Yes, you're right. It is time for Woof of the Week. (coughs) Ages, but a number. But so much can be done to act early and prevent disease to keep you in optimum health. (coughs) And I hope you all enjoyed it. If you did, please rate and review the show wherever you tune into your podcasts. Thanks again to Dale Nash for joining us today from Pourable. And all the links are in the show notes. Thanks, of course, to Mike Hansen, my producer. (laughs) Find out more about him and his company at Pod People UK. And for me, I'm at Anna Webb Dogs. What's that, Mr Binks? Yes, you're right. We will be back in your feed next Sunday. So, why don't you subscribe today? It's totally free. That way, you'll never miss another show. Bye for now.